Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monicelli with another episode of Multiple Voices. My Multiple Voices podcast, true to its name, includes different series. For example, we have the Voices of Love, where we discuss relationships, the voice of empowerment, the voice of laughter and play, the voice of pleasure, and the magical voice of archetypes and how they change the way we live. But we also have the voice of memory that includes everything from history to discussions of past life regression. There's also writing voices where we interview both seasoned writers and authors who have just started getting their feet wet with writing and we learn what can work for you as potential writers. Our series called Voice of the Spirit discusses different forms of spirituality and religion. And then Channeling Voices is a series that covers what happens when you channel, but is also extended to mediumship. Take a moment to review this podcast if you've enjoyed listening, and leave a hearty five stars. I'd appreciate it. Enjoy your listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Claudia Monicelli with another episode of the Multiple Voices podcast and a guest against all odds sleep rain snow finally i'm here with mayrav zur say hello mayrav to our guests <laughs> hello hello and thank you for having me i'm happy to be here good finally be here we've tried yeah. we had a number of setbacks but here we go so yes. who is mayrav mayrav's talking to us from atlanta now And she's a performing arts professional with over 16 years experience as a performer, a producer, a writer, a director, and a theater educator. Now, there's um, so many things that are interesting about what you do. And and the first thing I always jump on is improvisation, because improvisation seems to be a skill that underlies everything, everything. Um, What made you get into improvisation, Mayrav? Um, I think, you know, I was into acting and performing and then through studies when I was, you know, studying to do it professionally, Mm -hmm. um, naturally it's integrated into all the studies, um, you know, improvisation basics and exercises and all that. And I immediately connected to that and fell in love with it. So yeah, that was my first realization that this is, I love it. Well, when you were acting, what were you doing? What did they cast you at? I mean, what, what kind of parts did you have? To- um, I mean, I was acting, well, you mean professionally? Yeah, yeah. Um, because I started earlier, but professionally, um, I started, you know, I went, I got an agent and whatever I was sent to do. So I was doing commercials for like random objects and things and food and whatever and um i i did uh, a feature uh, film uh i did you know background work i did like, lots of different oh, what do you mean stuff. what is background work and background work is like when you're watching a tv show or a movie um mm-hmm. and you have a scene where there are actors that are in a place with other people, let's say a restaurant or uh-huh. a festival or whatever, and you see other people. Those people are not real people from the actual festival or restaurant. Those are actors that are hired to portray background uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, characters. Oh, so okay. they and don't what usually be, have lines. Well, what would a typical day um, acting as a background? Oh my gosh, background. Luckily, I didn't do that much. I I was (laughs) focused on acting, but I did, I think I did like 
Um, I did one project, it was actually, it was for a, a TV show. And so the way they filmed it, they filmed pretty much, it was a set of like 10 episodes in one day that they that they filmed um, yeah. certain scenes from. So I was there, I think I was there for like a couple of days of filming as background. And and yeah, that was that was it the day we were told to bring some extra clothes for yeah. this project. Oh. We weren't provided with uh, clothes. Ah. And so, you know, that's what we did. We were told, okay, now you stand here by the wall and pretend you're having a conversation with this person. And you sort of lip sync a conversation mm-hmm. and you're like reacting and laughing and listening and angry yeah. and whatever it is. It's, yeah. it's Are they usually funny. long days? Um, those days were pretty long. Yeah, it was from morning to afternoon. We had like a lunch break there and everything, if I recall. But um, yeah, and and typically, even as as an actor of like, you know, an actual role or supporting role, leading role, whatever it is, you're also working uh, long hours um, just because it's just really funny. You know, a scene that you will see that is a minute long or two minutes long can sometimes take, you know, a couple hours or more to film because you film, you know, uh, different sides or perspectives. Yeah. Um, and that's how you see the close-ups from yep. behind his shoulder and behind his shoulder. And, right. And so, yeah, it, it takes a while. And all that takes prep of setting and lighting and everything. Right. So, so let's say that I know big names would bring big bucks and other people would have to, but, but being completely ignorant on the subject and I, I'm just trying to um, compare it to things that I have done. And I imagine there's a, a wide spectrum of how people get paid. Um, is it usually by the day or is it literally by the hour? It's usually by the day. Oh, okay. uh, I mean, the projects that I've done, um, only because it's very rare to to be there by the hour. Um, but but that day, that some amount is usually um, calculated by the amount of hours you're there. Some days can be I don't know three hours, and some days can be you know full day, which is it just depends. And um, you know, I worked on film. I I worked uh, abroad, and so the industry was different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most of my work was theater and theater payment calculation is completely different. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you say you've worked theater, um, they compare very, there's very little overlap with the work done in, in theater and you're on, I mean, there is no takes and you know you are on. How did you, did you like that kind of work? I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Well, I, I love, it? I love I love about. screen work too. It's just yeah. a different medium. Yeah. Um, and, and screen work allows you for a lot of stuff to do that you can't do in theater. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it's, it's a different medium, but I love that. Um, I mean, of course, that part that you said that there's no other take that that's kind of the scary part um, in a way. But I love that because there's this hanging thing like this like <laughs> not danger but this sort of thing this unexpected thing that you never know what's going to happen it's just like yeah. you know when people see even you know the the big uh shows that you know everyone talks about if they go day after day they won't see the same exact show it's just yeah. it's just naturally that way and and I love that I love that yeah. it's you know it has to take out of you as an actor it takes out of you a different side each time yeah, it's like a little more like life, really. Yeah, yeah. Unexpected, yeah. you know. Yeah. And ups and downs. And so, um, but there's, I started with the improvisation and I guess it, be, you know, lie, lies at the basis of many different forms of performance. 
um, and performing is a big umbrella. It includes a lot. Yeah, I'm going to ask you a curveball. Did you ever sing? Were you ever required to sing? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how to sing? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now I want the backstory to that. As a, as a short answer, that was a yes and a no. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I never went to uh, a theatrical or screen audition roles that are singing roles. Mm -hmm. uh, I never went to those auditions because I don't want to, I mean, I'm not going to waste someone's time and I'm not going to waste my time to go to something that I know I can't do. It's like if there was like a role for like, you know, a professional water skier or something like that, I'm not oh. going to do that because that just, you know, um, and it just, it doesn't work. So I, I never went to those, but um, when I started professionally uh, working as an actor, I, I very quickly, I mean, everything I just told you about, you know, the audition roles I did was, was condensed to very minimal amount of years because I quickly went into creating my own work. Um, I didn't like waiting around for the perfect audition or role or, right. or waiting on the whim of some producer to right. pick me. Um, and, and so I quickly uh, made my own work and I liked it. I liked being able to be creative and, and do that. Um, so I, I, I did that, but within that framework, I had created plays where there were singing parts that I was also performing. And so I also inevitably sang, but was I always it, made, was it, I mean, did you have to belt out big? Right. <laughs> so, so I made sure that my specific roles were not the ones that, you know, the singing depended on it because I'm not, I don't want to put out a subpar production. Right. So I did usually background stuff or I did more kind of like rappy singing which uh -huh. which I do I mean I have yeah. I, I now have this whole solo show and it's somewhat musical but all those musical parts are more spoken than some right. because that's how I that's how I do it <laughs> yeah I could imagine I, I could visually imagine you in your home preparing and in a mirror you know <laughs> sometimes in a mirror sometimes not in a mirror as you walk around <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to kid myself. I know, I know my my limits, and I know my abilities. So, you know, I'm not going to, uh, you know, I don't want to do something that I know that I cannot do. Uh, but, but I, but I can strive for better. So, so those productions that I did sing in, I worked on it. I had, you know, a musical director and coach and everything. Like I, I worked on that. Uh, but but to go for that or to make myself like the main role of belting, like hitting that note, I know I won't be able to do that. That's not me. Mm -hmm. I have other other strengths. <laughs> okay, so let's get down to um, the comedy side to it. I mean, um, is this the? I mean, is comedy something you choose, or does comedy choose you? Um, because it's so specific. That's a very interesting phrasing of the question um maybe a little bit of both yeah um and it's kind of like a chicken and the egg type of thing maybe um because i mean when i was you know as as a human ever ever since i was growing up and and now i always love comedy i always tend to lean toward comedy i always tend to choose to watch something comedic or you know uh in a conversation make it lighter with some like maybe inappropriate joke or something like that i always tend to to veer that way so i've always liked it and being able to use that uh professionally is like oh wait i can i can have that as a tool yeah 
(laughs) Well, where do you get your inspiration for comedy um, usually? What's a good source of inspiration for you? Um, if you're talking about something that I'm creating in terms of yes, comedy. Yes, I mean your lines, your jokes, yeah. your, 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 your show. Mm-hmm. Um, real life. I mean, there's so many situations that are, if you just need to like step back and have a different perspective of it, there's things that are so surreal and ridiculous. It's, it's just funny. Like, give me, you know, give me an example. Um, so, Okay, so this, I don't know, the, um, the first thing that comes to mind, this may require a bit of a backstory. So, you know, something that I was thinking of a joke. I mean, it's not that I'm, and again, I don't think, okay, I need a joke, joke, right, let's right. create a joke, right? It's just something that, that, you know, happens. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Um, I need to think of something good of like, uh, I, I, but I do want to tell you this example, which okay. is great. Because when I'm writing something, which right. is creating something that hasn't been done yet, we right. haven't performed it yet, then it's a different kind of thinking of a joke. And I'm like, oh, this is funny. I'll write it in. But mm-hmm. I think the, the funniest parts are when I'm at that rehearsal stage where we're right. already, you know, working on the text and words, but we're working and then something pops up, like someone says some something, or I think of something like, you know, I add a little, you know, under the breath, like comment and it's hilarious. And I'm like, okay, I'm keeping that. <laughs> that was funny. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's unexpected. That wasn't anything I wrote before. Um, and you see that also a lot in, in things that people see now, TV shows and movies that a lot of the, the what essentially was a blooper, not right. anything planned. They end right. up keeping it because it just works. It's so real and it's so funny. Um, so those things are great too. Yeah. And you, um, in the um, introduction, I briefly meant, uh, I briefly mentioned a theater educator. What is that all about? Um, Well, through my work uh, that I created, you know, shows and productions, Mm -hmm. I essentially at some point created this entire theater of all these productions. But through that, because naturally I would meet audiences and people, um, Uh I saw this need for also like theater classes and courses Uh Yeah, uh, yeah. for different kinds of people. So that's how I got into that. I was um, essentially coaching these groups of, you know, a, a full course or workshops uh, or even one-on-one. So anything from, let's say, kids who want to try it right, out. Right, and, right. And, and it gives them so much more than actually being an actor. This right. is a lot into that. This is teamwork. This is creativity. Right. It's, you know, not being judged, being in a safe place. Uh, in some cases, practicing a language. You know, right. there's so much um, encompassed here. So that uh, working with adults, uh, whether they're uh, specifically the groups that are not professional <laughs> actors, that are not thinking of going into it, but they uh-huh. want to try to kind of loosen up or maybe right. kind of tap into their creativity or figure out how to use these tools for their own jobs of, of mm-hmm. like public speaking or things like that. Right. And also one-on-one, I've worked with also working professional actors who want to, anything from improving their uh, American accents to, you know, anything. Right. So I've done pretty much the whole gamut of yeah. kind of um, working um, in that field. And it's it's very interesting. It's, it's uh-huh. fun too. You brought up the accents. That was going mm-hmm. to be my next question. Um, how much... I guess, well, you're, I'm not going to say it's a monologue because a person does say things, but there are other people there, you know, third person, second person, dialogue, you know. Um, how much of it is um, interpret, how can I say it? 
is the interpretation of a person's language, a dialect language specifications or characteristics that include even or even border on a dialect of another language is how much of that is is it is there any it really depends on the story and uh -huh. and the project itself yeah um you know there's some let's say if we're working on uh you know a play or a movie right uh there's some instances where the story calls for a specific dialect or language right. like right. for example if it's a horse historical piece let's say based in france that took uh you know i don't know it took part in the late 1700s most likely those characters spoke french and only french right but you might not be able to cast french uh speaking actors or the or the production is going to be in english right so it's kind of a decision of the director do we want to uh have people speaking like you know <laughs> yeah, right, right. Accent? what about you yourself are there accents you prefer uh to use or yeah to use to, listen you, to? to come out of your mouth um so i don't i i'm not great at all accents so right. i obviously prefer to use the ones i'm good at and i always joke around that my best foreign ac accent is canadian ah. because <laughs> because because it isn't really different from yeah. western well, no, but they have a cadence for, they do they have, have a cadence the boot, uh, but you know besides yeah. that it's pretty similar so that's easy for me to say but but i do draw upon my uh you know i grew up in atlanta so i i, uh -huh. I i'm able to draw that southern accent sometimes uh -huh. when i need it so that's uh -huh. always fun what to about do. foreign accents are you mentioned and foreign accents before. i can i can do um you know a little bit only because i i also lived in in that um in an area with a lot of you know foreign accents and i'm used to it and also you know uh -huh. I've, I've heard it all while growing up so i can tap into those and um you know it's 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 fun it's fun to use an accent because it gives it a whole uh other layer to your character and that's right. you know beyond you know there's also like tone and and the way and right. mannerisms and the way people speak there's like so much not yeah. just accent so it's just okay. another layer so mayrav let's say that um you are you were given a job and and you're ready to go or let's say your main source do you still have an agent now no i okay. um i'm i'm in between agents right now <laughs> okay so let's say that let's imagine that you did have an agent okay? okay and um your agent says to you out of the blue you're with your old agent okay you haven't left yet that agent they say to you um you know i really as you know your work is is very popular and but i'm seeing that you're being booked in the same type places i would like to make you soar um dot 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 what would your input be would your input be something to the effect of well to make me really soar it i would need to do this could you do that i mean is that how you would react or would Probably. you cry <laughs> I, no, no, no. I think, you know, it's, um, I mean, it depends from where, where it comes from. Someone, yeah. if someone I'm working with is, is, I mean, should be in it to win it with me, you know, and yeah. in a sense, this, this is a relationship where you're, right, right. you want to help each other. Relationship. Yeah, the yeah. agent is so, a relationship. So I think, um, of course, it's like, okay, what can I do to help you? And what can right. you do to right. help me? Right. Yeah. Um, so it's, of course, if there's something that can be done and everything, I think, in life also it's it's a learning opportunity like what what did you do is it 
is it good? Is it not? What worked? What didn't? How can we learn from that to improve? Like, it's always like Is that. there something that you would really love to do that you haven't done yet in this um, field? In, in acting? Yeah, I mean, in I think acting, really producing, cool. theater, improv, comedy. I mean, I, I love it all. But, you know, just as when you said that, I'm like, wow, a, a good, you know, action comedy would be awesome. What is? What do you mean by action comedy? Action comedy is pretty much an action movie with a lot of comedic. Well, <laughs> like, well, like when you said action comedy, I thought of slapstick, you know. Uh, no, not like that. You know, the yeah, no. Stooges. It's action, <laughs> like a good old action, like, you know, running, chasing after bad guys, anything like that, beating up people. But that's, <laughs> you're talking about still a, a monologue, right? Oh, uh, no, it would be, it would be, if, it would be with other people. Uh -huh. Although that would be interesting to do a one woman. <laughs> <laughs> a solo superhero dealing with her own, you know. Yeah. So an action comedy, um, can you, do you have um, an example of an action comedy? That's oh, yeah, um, action comedy, uh, like, I don't know, maybe Bad Boys, the movie, oh. um, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like it's an action movie, but there's a lot of, you know, comedy uh, intertwined in it. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So there is, I mean, there's the sky's the limit here. It really is the sky's the limit. Of all of the people that you work with, um, all different age groups and um, yeah. genders, and is there someone, some kind of age group, which type of age group you, you prefer working with? Um, well, I mean, honestly, with, um, you know, the age group that I worked with in terms, like, different age groups I worked with different ways so I've right. uh, I've worked with children as actors but right. I was on the production and direction side right right um I I, I think I, I did maybe one thing ever that was professionally acting with a professional child actor so I don't uh -huh. really know right uh if you know I can't really compare that but working with uh you know working with actors of any age and any background right. is actually very very cool and every time you work with someone new it's awesome because it's like another oh it's a whole new perspective it's a whole right. you know all their right. background so i love that good this is i mean i could say i could safely say to the whole audience i knew that woman i know that woman we're gonna see you <laughs> in lights and martin yay martin. <laughs> um do you often now i remember we when we spoke you talked about having lived abroad and then you had just recently come back right um are have you been have or do you have the opportunity to work abroad currently um, currently, it, no, because most of the work I did abroad was theater, so that yeah. is not really feasible right. remote. I've actually done it remote, but virtual right, right. is not the of same course, as in person. Of course, of course. Um, but yeah, so uh, wow. I'm I'm going to be, I guess, in between the screen and stage uh, roles, which is cool. It's two different <laughs> things, so it's it's nice. Mayrev, I have here all of your um your social media. I have your website. Yeah. Um, which is mayravzur.com and your Inst Instagram is the inconceivable show. Where did that name come from? Um, so inconceivable is my most recent production. It's my first solo show. Ah. Um, and it's a comedy about infertility. So ah. inconceivable is a play on words. So oh. it's inconceivable. Oh, that's right. In, yeah. You can't even think that this could happen. And inconceivable as in can't conceive. How nice. <laughs> so, How nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's that show. And, um, it's also as horrible as the t- content is and as not funny as the content is, it is a funny and fun right. show. So. Good. <laughs> you, you've turned a situation upside down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Facebook is also inconceivable show. Twitter yeah. is also con- inconceivable SH. Twitter is inconceivable sh- only because I didn't have enough room and that's all I was given. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. I said fine. Yeah, I'm more active on social media on on the Inconceivable show. Uh, it was just that was the most recent thing that I've been more active on, so I'm there. But you know, people can also find me online on my website. Right, and also you have a, a YouTube channel, right? Yeah, and I'll put the link underneath. Um, would you? Let's talk about this infertility. Let's say that um, there are many women listening, and they have this problem of in yes. infertility. What would you suggest, apart from telling them that they should stand on their head and laugh about it, but um, is there uh, anything you can suggest to them in within your your profession that would be able to help them? Yeah, I mean, I actually would probably not suggest to stand on their head and, yeah. <laughs> and laugh about it because a lot of people are not ready to be in that space. And I myself experienced it and not, I did not talk about it for years. So I know yeah. exactly that space. Yeah. And if, and, and I also know that space of, uh, you know, kind of tactless suggestions that right. people always have the urge of saying, right. so I'm, I'm treading uh, cautiously, but, but if I had to suggest something, I would just say to just maybe have a person that you can talk to, uh, because yeah. it's, right. it's a, it's a, it's a thing that's very easily you get in your own zone and sure. you get into this, like, sure. I'm okay. I don't need to tell anyone. No, right. no one needs to know. Right. And I've been there and I thought I'll be fine. I don't need this. And it's hard. It's, 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 hard. it's yeah. a very yeah. big mental toll. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing now? Is this inconceivable show? Is that the latest? Does that have, is that? Um, so it actually, it officially came out in um, uh, towards the end of 2017 yeah. and it was really picking up and then everything shut down in the pandemic. Right clearly because it's theater and that was hard to do um but um i so now things are kind of slowly somewhat kind of going back yeah so i'm i'm hopeful to get back to to doing in-person shows again okay well we'll be looking out for that yes thank you so much for coming may thank you for having me i'm so happy finally that we could get get on the show yes get on air Thanks a lot. A big hug and kiss to you, Mayrath. To you too. Thank you. Bye.